Welcome to the Reactive Attachment Disorder Parenting Podcast, where we share tools and resources for transforming your rad kid into a family kid. The information and advice given in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not a substitute for seeing a licensed therapist. If you are involved in a therapy program or under medical care, consult your health care professional before making any changes to your regime or engaging in any exercises mentioned. If you would like more information on RAD therapy or would like to connect with a RAD therapist, schedule a session or teleconference with me by visiting my website, www.fullcirclefamilycounseling.com. Let's talk about the first year of the attachment cycle. We have an infant, fairly healthy infant, and it has a need. So the infant has a need, as all infants do, and we recognize their cries. There's the cry of distress. There's the cry of, I'm bored. There's the cry, I'm uncomfortable. I need my diaper changed. I'm hungry. And as a mom, we begin to recognize what those cries are all about. So there's a need. There's an arousal. There's a displeasure. And as a mom, we come in and we satisfy that. We give them eye contact. We give them touch. We smile at them. We pick them up. We feed them. We have a heart-to-heart connection and we just fall in love with our because that's what happens the first year. And then the child is relaxed, there's a sense of relief, and so this bonding takes place, and this cycle of need, displeasure, gratification, relaxation, relief, and then another need comes out. This cycle happens a thousand times during the day. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but to a certain extent, it happens a lot. And that's when the bonding takes place. The mom attunes to their child, the mom picks up the child, has this connection with them, and the child begins to realize that, oh, mom's there whenever I need her. She's, I can trust the world. It's a safe place. If this is an amazing experience, I cry. I have a need. My mom comes. It gets met. I get to get snuggled in. I relax, and life goes on. When those needs are not met, that's when we have a child that moves into having a uh, distress. They learn that no one's going to be there to to satisfy them. No one's going to be there to listen to their cry. And there are certain things that take place. The child can either become very loud and cry nonstop. And at a certain point, sometimes children, infants will stop crying and they become unresponsive. And a lot of times that gets labeled as a failure to thrive. So when you have a child that has experienced that sort of inconsistency and their needs not getting met, and there's no attunement and no bonding taking place for the first year, second year, three years, but particularly within that first year, because that's when the foundation gets laid down for that sense of trust, that sense of the world is okay, it's a safe place, I can expand and relax and let my nervous system do what it needs to do, and I can grow and fall in love with my mom, myself, and the world. When that doesn't take place, and the infant is removed from their biological parent or and you get this child and now this is your child that you're getting and this could have happened to them when they were within the first year of their life and you may get them when they're two, three, four, five years old or you may get them as soon as they're um, within the first year of their life. Or whenever you, whenever that adoption takes place, you have an infant that is unresponsive. That's very distressful and hard to parent. Once a parent receives their child. Many times parents have no idea what has happened to their child the first year of their life. They have no records, no real documents that let the parent know what's taking place the child's first year of life. And so this child comes into your home and they may be 
cute and charming initially, or they may be unresponsive. Either way, this child can be very unsatisfying to parent because they don't understand what it feels like to have their basic needs met and to be tuned to, to be able to have someone know unconditionally what their needs are and to be able to develop that relationship. That's the beginning stages of developing a relationship. Those That first year where the mom is very attentive, attuning and meeting the child's needs. When that doesn't take place, like I said earlier, the child begins to realize that the world is not all that safe and they begin to rely on themselves for meeting their needs. And they also may be very unresponsive and learn to pull back and dissociate from their environment for survival reasons. Whatever the reason may be, these children have their own cycle of being attached to themselves and relying on themselves and their ability to form a relationship becomes skewed. That can be very frustrating to parent. This child is really frustrating to parent because they're not wanting to do a relationship and we are able to tolerate a lot of misbehavior and frustration with our children because at the end of the day, they look at us and they say, oh, mom, I love you. There's something that they give back. And the kids with reactive attachment disorder are unable, incapable, are not wired really to be in that reciprocal relationship where they want to look you in the eyes and just like, oh, mom, you're the best. I love you. And that can be over time, make you as a parent feel hopeless, almost like you're not a good parent, that there's something wrong with you. And that's what makes these kids so difficult to parent. And the fact is that they're not attuning, they're not wanting to reach out and connect and be in a reciprocal relationship. So hang in there. We will talk a lot more in other podcasts coming up as far as what to do and how to parent that child so that you can actually teach them and coach them to want to reach towards you and want to follow your directions and want to be a part of your life. And that's when our hearts kind of open up and we fall in love with our kids because there's a give and take there. So in the meantime, hopefully this has been helpful and I'll catch up with you soon. To add more tips to your bag, schedule teleconferencing sessions or intensives with me, visit my website, www.fullcirclefamilycounseling.com. This is where you can schedule sessions, access other podcasts, and additional support resources. Please be sure to sign up for our newsletter to receive parenting tips, access to webinars, and exclusive content. And do take a moment to subscribe and rate this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. If you have any questions that you would like to answer, feel free to email me at fcfcradpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, much gratitude to the folks at Love and Logic, Nancy Thomas, Daniel Hughes, and many others for teaching throughout the years on reactive attachment disorder. Until we connect again, remember that you are not alone. Find the humor in the chaos. Stay consistent in your efforts and continue to reach out. I am here healing your heart-to-heart connection, one heart at a time.